like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... said I was ready and then I instantly had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I was like ready. <laughs> I promise I'm ready. Like, excuse me while I vomit. Ready. I did it. I swallowed I swallowed it down. You're welcome listeners. I swallowed it down. Mm. I did this for you and your ears. I'm going to have gastrointestinal distress later for you. <laughs> the the <laughs> discomfort I put myself in for That's you. That's like when I was having gastrointestinal dis- distress earlier but then also you- Puke in my own mouth. mouth. Yep. I got it coming and going. Hey, listeners, yep. it's been great to god. tell you about my Oh life. my god, this is a solid opening. This yeah. is a real solid opening. You don't even need to give us any Not sort of story or news or what anything. I was gonna we tell can just you talk about about, about no. barf pooping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The I, new craze I, sweeping ah! the nation. <laughs> There's a new sensation that is sweeping the nation. Barf pooping. <laughs> no. <laughs> barf pooping. Jesus band name called it barf pooping is uh I, that's a ska band right yeah, oh yeah 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 that's like my that's oh my, my ska band i'm gonna go yeah. on tour uh no i was so happy to be part of this podcast <laughs> you know we are we are too i guess yeah mm-hmm. question mark no i mean i was gonna talk to a um you guys about something that we all love which are pets we all love pets oh i, love a good I pet. do love pets we love kitties love we love puppies pets. rabbits we love all of that well, a British insurance company decided they were going to release its like top claims that it receives from homeowners okay. on their okay. homeowners insurance Love it. that is a direct result of their pets. And some of them are funny. The average claim um, of a, they, they get at 800 accidental damage claims each year from people based on shit their pets have done. OK, so this is like the dog ran through a glass door. Kind the dog shit. ate yeah. the wall. The, yeah. 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 And so the average claim is fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. So when the dog fucks up, the dog fucks up. Yeah, it goes it goes big. Yeah. yeah. Um, a Labrador Great Dane mix named Whiskey. Oh, Whiskey. Aww. Um, Flooded his owner's kitchen because he turned on the sink and then just fucked off. That's fun. And he then was it thirsty. Flooded. Yeah. And then it flooded and he was like, cool. Now I have a swimming pool. I'm sure Whiskey was really happy that time. I'm sure Whiskey loved it. Um, other claims, dog spilled paint down the stairs. Not too bad. Bleach oh. on the owner's carpet. Ooh. A hot iron onto a carpet. Ooh. Um, and a dog who got excited to see another dog on TV and like, Ran into the TV. Oh, <laughs> a friend! Yeah, smash. smash. So, so basically, there you go. Make sure you get insurance if you have a pet because they dumb. Because they just a little stupid. Yeah. Well, like, I uh, were they all dog related? Was yeah, there any non dog related? Nothing. I saw cat because well, cat I also get, but that feels like smaller items. Like, yeah, I tossed a vase off of the I table. I lost a champagne glass. Yeah, because the cat decided no. to go fuck bat, 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 you. Bat, 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 bat. That doesn't that doesn't feel like insurance claim. I have often thought like pet security deposit should be different for cats and dogs because cats don't yeah. like I was often been like four hundred dollars. Like, what is my cat going to damage for four hundred fucking dollars in this like, apartment? Even if my cat piss, pisses on the carpet, I feel like that's not a four hundred dollar expense. Maybe fancy, fancy tuna. As the resident cat expert, why do yeah. cats knock things off shelves? Do you know? Um, because they're DX. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, I mean that's that, what my answer was. That's gonna what be. I was going to say, but I didn't know if maybe you had a, there, a more scientific. I, I think that reason. there is like a psychological thing of like because cats don't cats don't knock things off. Cats move things. Mm-hmm. So like oh. if you put a if you put a glass near the edge and your cat knocks it off, because if you put a glass in the middle of the table, the cat may just move it to another part of the table. Like cats hmm. just move things. There's love to move. Yeah, like so it feels it. It, be a moment, moment. it feels a little bit like you know when you have a toddler and like you put a cup near the edge and the toddler drags it onto the floor and you have juice everywhere. Like that's your fault, mm. you know. Yeah. Okay. If you have a cat and you put anything on anything, that's on you. <laughs> if you're a cat, if you own things, if you're a cat and you own anything other than the cat, you fucked up. Yep. 
a yeah. couch that they can't move. You need to have items in your home that your cat physically cannot move. Yeah. Yeah. I do know that sometimes when cats fall down, yeah. like cats trip or twi- whatever, they'll often like sprint to another part of the room and then start grooming themselves. And it's legitimately because they're, they're embarrassed. embarrassed. So they're, they're, it's literally a cat trying to be like, didn't happen, didn't happen. I'm cool. I've been look, over here. It didn't Aww. happen. Look, and I'm grooming myself. I'm going to make it even look like you couldn't yeah. even tell I fell. Like, yeah. Not it's, a hair it's, out of place. Because that's what they, they do that. Apparently it is a psychological thing where the cat's like embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about I some, fell. Some word in my uh, paw, you guys. I don't know. You know like, you see that other cat that looks like me that, that fell look- over there? I've just been over here licking my butthole. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here having a snack. God. Speaking of snacks. Oh, see, I was going to say speaking of licking buttholes. <laughs> a little bit different. They both work. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We have the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And why do you think we do yoga every week? Lick them bee holes. Because we want to lick our own bee holes. We want to lick our own bee holes. That's true. You, you've speaking been there. of bee holes. You've all been there, listeners. Don't act like you haven't. And yeah, speaking I was of bee holes, say, man. Speaking of snacks, uh, we're going on a ghost adventure. I was like, and they're buttholes, so. Yeah, speaking, speaking of buttholes. It's a butthole you want to lick, though. No. Daddy Baggins. No. Yeah, yes. Our Lord and Savior is back. We've returned to, to, to some ghost adventuring. Yes. And as promised, sometimes sometimes I make promises to our patrons. Hey, join our Patreon. I make promises to you and I don't keep them. But this time you I did. did. I so did. Funny. I did it. I did do a ghost adventures about Tour House, which I just did mm-hmm. recently. I don't know when because time is an Illuminati construct. It but recently. The, it was this month. That's for sure. Sure. Or, I don't know. It was I last week. Let's be real. Super for proud us, of you. it was last week. Yeah. I think the episode came out um, last week. We'll see. Um, well, who knows? Who anyway, knows? So, so I'm going to tell you about Ghost Adventures episode. I have no idea. This was hilarious. I, was, I did get a text I about was this. Angry texting Melly about what what the Discovery website says was like season six episode thirteen. Wikipedia said it was like season eight episode nine. On the actual Discovery Plus app, it was like season nine, episode four. Yep. They were all different. Don't. They were all different. So so apparently seasons for ghost adventures are Illuminati these, constructs. These ghost boys are just not great at bookkeeping, I was like, it would seem. why Wikipedia? Okay, whatever. I get that. Why is your website and your app different? different? Yeah, it's... Come on, you guys. You know. Again, time Make is me- an Illuminati construct, and so are ghost adventure episodes. E- yes, Illum- yes, ghost adventures are an Illuminati construct. I'm sure of it. Oh, positive. Uh, anyway, so it's an er- it, we're in an earlier version of ghost yes. adventures. Yes. So we have our core three ghost boys. Ooh, Nick. Nick has not fucked off yet. Nice. Good. Go so on, this Nick. is this is Baggins with the faux hawk. Okay. He's got the spray tan and the aggressively white teeth. Are they still new fucked yet? teeth? Still fucked nose. Oh, so okay. Oh, maybe man. this is step one. He thought if I aggressively whiten my teeth, maybe they'll look less fucked. And then when that he, failed, he got the. Videos. But that's where he fucked up because he. Dar- darkened his skin with the spray tan and then whitened his teeth making them essentially glow making his fucked up ass teeth glow out of his face yeah it's real weird more also uh so we're at skinny aaron aaron's lost the weight congrats and we're this is the 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 uh time where uh i'm now convinced that zach baggins is a meth addict oh okay oh slander i said it it's on the internet now oh libel now what makes you say this he okay. He's very thin. Okay. He's talking in nonsense, non sequiturs. Well, that's just nice. And he can't stand still. Every every moment where he they're doing the standing interviews, he's interviewing someone, talking about something. He is fidgeting with the zipper on his jacket. He's aggressively moving his hands from the front to the back. He's like putting them in his pockets, taking them Cocaine. out of his pockets. He's Twitchy McGee. Oh, man. I was going to say, either he took an extra scoop of pre-workout yeah. Yeah. or Pre-crazy. cocaina. Cocaina. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I went straight to meth addict. That's yeah. right where I went to. He's also right. thin. He's very thin. You know what? And maybe that's why he's got the new teeth, because he did so much meth, they fell out. Yeah, it could be. Terrible. 
Could be. Could be. Um, so I no no one knows what season this was, but Again. Uh, this is uh it is raw and extreme. Okay, great. Mm. This is the uh, I never believed in ghosts until I came I face had... to face with one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the capture onto video. Okay, great. Um so yeah, also uh aggressive two giant thumb rings the whole episode. Oh, nice. Two giant yes. thumb rings. What a look. No. Well, didn't you say this was like 2012? I feel like yeah, this is aggressive. Like, because um, I know like women, we were wearing big chunky statement necklaces in 2012. Yeah. So maybe the rings were like the dude equivalent. Yeah, he's definitely in the like piece of shit clothing shirts, the yeah. like black on black design shirts and stuff. Okay. Mm. Um, most of the episode, he's in like a black jacket that like is built like a windbreaker, but seems to be out of like raincoat material, but it's all different shades of black. It's soups <laughs> ugly. Awesome. Is it ugly or awesome though? No. Ugly. It ugly. Oh, okay. She ugly. Okay. okay. Um, so uh first off, Zach, it, the house is called Tor House. T-O-R. It's based off of a Celtic. It rocks. No, it is not. It is tour house. Tour, like drawer. Oh. Like drawer house. cannot say the word tour. Tour. A whole episode. Um also if you remember the episode we just did, this is the house that was built by Robinson Jeffers, who was an American poet, Rats. built the house for him and his wife and his twin sons. So because this is the house of a poet, mm-hmm. this episode is so much of is our there- very, very special ghost boys reciting and creating poetic moments yes. for us. Yes. It, it is it's so much poetry. It's so much. Po- it's angsty middle school poetry. Now, don't know if any like of you are poem- into poetry. But I don't know, Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> is it the same level of poetry that he was writing to that prostitute that one mm. episode in Boston? Where he like did the slippy? Yes. Where yes. he like ate shit. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, well, most of the poems he's reading are... Are, oh, are his Jeffers. poems are famous oh. man poems, so they're good poems. Okay, okay. doesn't stop him from butchering them. Is also, famous man? He's not a he's not alone in his poetic endeavors. Is it? Is it? <gasps> Does Aaron join him? All of them. Nice. All of them want to be poetry boys. Now, is it? Is it famous man poems or famous man poems? It's definitely famous man poems, yes. not famous man poems. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. Also. So this house, this tour house, yep. is uh, it's on the beautiful California coastline. Yep. So a lot of this episode, they're doing these interviews. It's beautiful. I think I feel like it's springtime. There's like lush greenery, beautiful multicolored flowers, the gorgeous blue oceans in the background, and like all the ghost boys are just in like solid black, black. looking <laughs> like goths on a picnic. Like Perfect. it's a real bad look. Oh. And they like, I think the cameramen are used to being in the sunshine. So everything's overexposed. There's lens flares aplenty. Oh my God. It's really, it It feels like you dropped like, like a demon into a watercolor painting. It's real awkward. Oh man. Um, so uh, we meet a historian. I think his name is Vincent. I didn't write it down. But so we meet this historian. He's a docent. I think he's the president of the foundation that runs the uh, location to this day. Mm-hmm. So he is like he explains the story about how Robinson Jeffers built this house, met his wife, um, his wife, who I kept saying her name was Una yeah. because it's U-N-A. Yeah, it's Una. Oh. Which is why she's obsessed with unicorns. Oh, it oh. all makes sense now. Yeah, I was right. like, I did not put any of that together. But her name is Yuna, like a unicorn. unicorn. That's why she likes unicorns. Gotcha. I, it, yes. Now it all makes sense. Um, so Vincent is explaining the house and he's explaining how he built it. It's all made of rocks. Remember the rocks fucked other rocks and made a house. Yep. We learned all of this already. Yes. Then there's this really little doorway, like of like a like a little spice cupboard built into the wall. Okay. Very small, like a foot square. Okay. And as this gentleman, Vincent, is explaining all about the house, he opens this little cupboard and just out of nowhere pulls out a human skull. What the oh. fuck? Sure. And then Zach, Zach Baggins, whilst twitching, says, that's unexpected. <laughs> you know, I'm with you, Zach. Uh, I didn't know that that cabinet was skull cabinet. 
Yeah, I don't know why. And then they keep saying like, oh, this is probably a skull that Yuna used while she did seances. They're obsessed with the idea that Yuna did seances in the tower while they lived there. They have absolutely no proof of this. I don't know where this other than like people did seances in the 20s. Sure. There's no no reason to think this. Okay, great. Um, So then we cut to uh, Kathleen, who is a docent and a tour guide, who my notes say Irish kindly forest witch. So that's what she looks like. Oh, okay. (laughs) You've painted a very nice picture. You see her. You see see her. her. Yes. Um, And I assume his name is Aegeus. Aegeus. I would say. Aegis. Aegis. Sure. Aegis. Anus is the great great grandson of uh, Robinson and Yuna. Oh, cool. So he's a direct descendant of the Jeffers. Um, and he talks about how when he was a little kid, he would like get creeped out staying at the house and he would like run down the stairs real quick because he thought something was behind him. But I'm also like, yeah, it's just a creepy old house. Made of sure. stone. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. And like there, Drafty. it's not it's like not super insulated. Like, it, of yeah, course, it was fucking creepy. Like, there are holes in the rocks and like, yeah, yeah. It's creepy in the sunlight. Of course, it's creepy to a child at nighttime. But they they like do this big interview trying to get him to like talk about his ghost experiences, and he's basically just like, "I was scared of this house as a child." No shit, anus. So no shit. Anus did not inherit the um word painting skills of his great great grandfather. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I, I was don't know. scared of the house. Yeah, it's real scary. Can you elaborate? House. Use your words. No, no, <laughs> scared. That's the word I've chosen, scared. and I'm going to stick with it. I don't know any synonyms to scared. Frightened, not in my vocabulary. <laughs> Spooked. Nope. Spooky. Um, no. town. So then we meet Carol, who's an administrative assistant, and she talks about how she hears noises in the house sometimes. Okay, like she'll be alone and she'll hear uh, like a knocking or footsteps. She tells the same story about um, how the book about about Yuna fell off the oh, yeah. shelf when people were talking about Yuna. And so she said the it kept happening to her. The same Yuna book kept falling off the shelf. So she bought the book and then it stopped falling off the shelf. Yuna was like, we got to move these paperbacks. <laughs> I need to move some units. We need to make some sales royalties for the foundation. Let's Absolutely. go people. Yes. Um, like and she's a businesswoman uh, even in the afterlife. Yes. And through all of these interviews, Zach in his very ugly raincoat is just like twitchy Miggy moving his hands all over the fucking is like, place. Is he just like shaking shoulder dancing? He He's literally like he like crosses his arms in front of him, crosses his arms in front of his crotch, crosses his arms behind his back, puts his hands in his pocket, like all while he's trying to do his classic interview? Zach interview, which is just to Repeating? ask, repeat what people have already said. It's really off-putting. He cannot stand still. My God. He, I think, was probably high on something. I think so. So then we move from Tor House over to Hawk Tower, which you remember is the four-story big brick Mm -hmm. tower. Uh, Again, we get goth on a picnic vibes as Zach walks across the beautiful green and red-flowered meadow in his all-blackness. Yep. Um, Then we move inside and we're learning more about how Hawk Tower was built. And it's a beautiful sunny day in California. So of course the Bagginses has brought sunglasses to okay. wear on his on his twenty feet have walk to protect, from. This is before spider eyes. He should have protected is, his eyeballs more. Some sort more. of like Pre- black cross or fleur de lis or demon head or some shit on it. Tell me about it. <laughs> so what Zach has done is he wears his sunglasses on his eyes like a normal human person. Oh, right? I, color me as, shocked. As he walks and then he gets in the house and he immediately puts them on his forehead. <laughs> like lift them like, up so they're not, on his forehead not on top of his head no just straight across his not forehead. backwards on his head like a like a guy, guy fieri thing. sort of a thing no no, no flavor town sunglasses he puts them in the middle of his forehead okay. and wears them there the whole time he's in hawk tower look the eyeballs on his massive forehead need protection yeah i, w- I it felt so odd like i would take them he- off and like tuck them in my shirt I was like, I don't even know how they're stay. Did you glue them to your forehead? They you have must a greasy be so forehead. Tight. They must they be m- so tight on his on face. On his big fucking melon. That when he lifts them up, they just stay put. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Um, so then while we're in Hawk Tower, we get another story about how one night the former president of this organization was like working late at night and he's like talking to one of the other docents and then he looks over and he sees a woman holding a candle walking towards Hawk Tower and then walks into Hawk Tower and starts walking up the stairs. And he's like, why is there someone over there? And they go over there to investigate. There's no one there. Of course not. No. So they're like, okay, that was the ghost of Una. And this was like the former president's like big claim to fame. Like, I saw the ghost of Una I once walking through. You you probably heard of me. I'm the guy that saw Una. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so which they're like, that's very cute, but they can't interview this dude. I don't know why he's dead. He's not there. So it's like other people telling a story that they weren't there for. This is all third oh, none of this is admissible in court. Here yeah. all of it. Yeah. And they keep uh, they won't stop talking about the fact that Una did seances and they won't stop talking about the fact that it's the 50 year anniversary of Jeffrey's passing of Jeffrey's passing. Yeah. And he That's wrote the mocking a po- of the half century. That's yeah. demonic. Yeah. And he wrote a poem called Ghost, which Zach continuously calls the ghost. Oh, Jesus. Like the Batman. Nice. Yes, the Batman. So he wrote a poem called Ghost, and the poem is about how he's his ghost will stay here, mm-hmm. and it is a firsthand encounter of a man. Is it, is it about th- a ghost that does pottery? <laughs> Starring Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's there. Fuck yeah. You in danger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, so so it. The poem is about his ghost is there hanging out in all the rocks and whatever. And some dude comes up uh, with a with a poodle and his ghost is like, yo, dude. And the dude's like, what? You a ghost? And he's like, yeah, I used to live here. And like, that's the poem. It's about as good as what I just described. I think <laughs> I did an excellent job of that. Yeah. Um. I'm so moved. they're like. Yeah. So they're like all about the fact that it's the 50 year and they keep being like, we didn't plan this. We didn't plan to be here on the 50th. We didn't plan to be here on the 50th. And then apparently, apparently Zach was just emotionally is so much. He had to get out of Vegas. So he's been in uh, Carmel by the Sea, which they call Caramel every time. Sure. (laughs) Caramel by the Sea. There's no A in Carmel by the Sea, by the way. Caramel by the Sea. Yes. Great candy. Stretched. He stretched it out. Um, so he's summering there. So he's like, yeah, I have a dog. I've taken my dog on walks. And he's like, we felt weirdly drawn to this house. And he kept being like, I felt drawn to this house before I knew it was haunted, before I knew we were going to do a a ghost adventure here, before I knew it was the 50th anniversary. And he has all these pictures of him and his dog, Gracie, taking walks in front of this house, Mm -hmm. which Zach is basically, he's cosplaying the dude in the poem, being like, I am this dude. I am he. He is me. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and Nick and Aaron are just yes sanding the shit out of him. Sure, but even though Zach's dog is not a poodle. What and kind of dog is Zach's dog? He's she's like a I don't know. It's a dog dog. Oh, like, okay. uh, she's like a regular dog. ass dog. Like, yeah, just a nor- like the kind of dogs that like um help you with sheep. You know? Oh, okay. Those like little white floofy like little yeah, shepherd some dog. sort of not some black. Sort of, Whoa, I'm shocked. That's off brand. No, yeah. not black. No. It's a white dog. Whoa. It's a white Whoa. dog. It's a black I know. dog with black his, spots. His hair, his clothing must be covered in white dog for all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's the only color I get in my wardrobe. Yeah. Um, but they also, Zach keeps saying poodle dog instead of just poodle. It's German shepherd yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah, German shepherd dog, which makes sense to me because Ger- a German shepherd could be a German man who is a shepherd. a shepherd. So yeah. you need the dog to qualify that we're there's talking about. No- yeah. There's nothing else that's a poodle. No, there's no. There's a miniature I- poodle. There's a poodle dog. Miniature oh, poodle I- dog. I would argue that a miniature poodle is it's also a poodle, a poodle dog. Um, a miniature poodle boat. That's it. I don't know about the poodle boats. But he keeps being like, yeah, so the, in the poem, it's a poodle dog, and my dog isn't a poodle dog. I do have a dog, but it's not a poodle dog. Like, oh. I, the poem doesn't say poodle dog. No. The, <laughs> look, Zach's like reading he, comprehension is highly affected by the amount of coke or meth that he has consumed. Yeah, I, I think he thinks the name of the breed is poodle, poodle dog. dog. Like, yeah. maybe it's all one word. It's a poodle dog. Oh, what a dummy. Are you taking any meth drugs? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, 
so they're going through the tower. Uh, they, of course, they find out about the secret staircase, that tiny little staircase. It's like a foot wide. Nice. I don't actually think it's a foot wide because <laughs> the, the president guy, he's like, yeah, you can climb up like if you're tough enough. Of course. Of course. Nick and Zach both are like, I'm tough enough. Of course. I'm tough enough. You question my masculinity? I'm a fucking I'm a strong boy. I'm going to go up the stairs. So they start to go up the stairs and the guy's like, you have to go up left shoulder first because of the way that it turns. Oh, okay. Like you have to go up left shoulder first because you have to go sideways to get through it. You can't turn around. So Zach immediately tries to go right shoulder first. The guy's going to be like, (laughs) left left shoulder first. Of course he does. Your other right. Um, and he goes up the stairs. So Nick goes up and they're making fun of him because he's like having trouble getting up the stairs. And Zach's like, are you not tough enough? Are you not tough enough to go up the stairs? This is when Nick decided his time was up. <laughs> so Nick goes up the stairs, gets into Yuna's room, and then Zach follows. And I can only assume that Zach gets stuck because he seems legitimately stuck and everyone is laughing at him and he's trying to take his mic off so that he doesn't have that like extra Extra patch on his butt so it gets squeezed through and he keeps being like it's not funny help me (laughs) there's all the chains and belt buckles he had on or whatever I think, and they cut around it, so you only get like a moment of oh, it. But I'm like, damn it! Oh, oh, dude! I think he got stuck. He got embarrassed, like yes. a cat who fell down. Yep, and 100%. like, and made them cut it all out of the episode. You know, the editors wanted to keep that in so bad too. Oh my god, it was so because like he's making fun of Nick for getting stuck, and I'm just like, you're Zach, bigger you're very, than Nick. You're very skinny right now. You are not as skinny as Nick. Nick is a thin dude. Mm-hmm. So then they finally get up to the top. They're looking at all these old family photos of the family, him, his wife, the children, all over the house. And Zach keeps philosophizing about how cool it is that you can look at these photos of these people in places that like are places that you can go to as a people now. And like their people used to be there and now there's other people there. So it's like looking at a photo of my apartment. Be like, hey, people used to live here before me. It's like looking at a photo of someone else in your apartment and then you being like, isn't it so cool it, that like yeah. those rocks knew other people? This, this is our apartment, old apartment. Why did you paint the walls? <laughs> yes. So, Bare so, naked then, song. so then they do like a montage uh, over Zach's philosophizing. Oh, okay. He's in a poetic right. state of mind. Yeah, yeah, they do a montage of like the family photos and then it sort of dissolves, fades into our ghost boys standing in the exact same position and pose. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Oh, and Zach says, it's just so cool how we age and we pass away, but the objects, the rocks that record these moments, like a camera does. <gasps> wow. Ooh. I mean, that was almost a sentence. Yeah. Almost. So rocks... Rocks are cameras. Rocks are cameras. Yeah. Water, water has memories. Water has memories. <laughs> Copper's for astral projection. <laughs> yeah. So then he tries to start reading the the poem, the ghost poem. Ooh, the docent like immediately. The dose the docent immediately takes over and starts reading it. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, Zach, wait, let, let me. me let me handle this one. I'm yeah. the one with the education. And then uh Zach then explains the poem back to the docent. Right. Right. About what? About how this ghost of of the of the poet is now meeting a, a modern day man fifty years later, and he says he just thinks it's so cool that they're communicating with the living. <laughs> yes. yes. And then the docent says yes, and then he says, "Right, it's interesting." It was like two right in a row. I Man. forgot he did it, and then he did two right in a row, and it was laughing my ass off. He was feeling <laughs> right the interesting. He was interesting. feeling it. Um, so then so then we cut to they're in the study, and it's our three ghost boys. And Zach is doing more philosophizing about how time moves forward and rocks are old. Yeah, agree. Sure, he's sure. Obs- he's not He's wrong. obsessed with this. But the whole time he's doing it, like he's at a desk, Nick's at a desk, Aaron's in like a little soft army chair, and they're holding these big books, I assume, of Robinson Jeffers poems. poems. Yeah. One would hope. And they're like, 
pretending to flip through them as Zach talks in non sequitur circles about rocks and time. And they're just like <laughs> acting like, look at this interesting poem. Look at that interesting this poem. This poem really speaks to me. <laughs> like, it's like very bad background casting where they yes. were like, we need to give you an action. We need Extra. you to do something. Yep. They are very poor, unpaid extras. No, you say and rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. And you pretty much. Wah, 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 wah. Carrot, carrot, his, carrot, carrot. His fingers were peas and carroting as they turned these pages, for sure. Oh it's so awkward. And then he he moves on from just talking about the rocks because rocks hold memories, as you now know, yep. like a camera. No, no, but no. also, so does the wood because the wood is an element of the earth. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Apparently the rocks are not, but the wood is. No, rocks aren't made from earth. They're made from magic. Yeah. So then in talking about the wood, he says, do these objects imprint themselves with the vibrations of the emotions of this moment we are having in this time now? (laughs) Like the whole episode is Zach methed out of his mind trying to philosophize poetically. Yeah. I love it. I think that's why he's on meth. He's like, I do my best work when I'm high. I I really got to get the brain cycles up a couple notches because of the poetry. Somebody give me double meth juice. Sprinkle yeah, some more meth under my sandwich. Yeah. I mean, maybe they all took ayahuasca before they came maybe. here. I don't oh, know. Oh, there we go. They're out of their minds. So then Aaron, of course, all by himself, finds yeah. a poem that's uh, like basically like this is what I want written on my tombs on my tombstone. It's called like the the engravings of a of a cemetery or something like that. I, I didn't care that much about the poetry, guys. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, so guy. he finds this interesting poem that's like about like what I want written on my tombstone pretty much so this leads the boys to embark on a little art project oh, so they oh go there we're sitting in this room do they they're charcoal pretend- and they go to a cemetery and charcoal no 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 so they're sitting in this room and they're pretending to turn pages in a book we hard cut to a college entry level student film okay nice that's all in black and white Great. nice that is uh, in a cemetery. Nice. Okay. And the boys are each re- taking turns reciting different verses while standing in various awkward poses throughout the cemetery. Nice. Wow. This is so what like, I crave for my ghost so, adventures. So we get Zach, who has his like two stanzas, and he is like walking forward slowly while like caressing tombstones as he passes them. Gross. <laughs> Don't molest then, the tombstones. Again, black and white, like very slow. He's very dramatically reciting. They have to memorize this. They're not reading. They're memorized. How many takes? I'm guessing all day. Hundreds. I've spent a whole day spent doing this. Hundreds. So then then it's Aaron's turn. And Aaron is like crouched down next to a tombstone, like one of those cross ones. Mm -hmm. And he's like leaning on it with one elbow up on it. Doing his dramatic resuscitation. Uh Uh-huh. And then we cut to Nick. Who's in front of a giant tree uh-huh. that has like a, a large notch in it? So yeah. there's like a, almost as if you could go partway inside the tree. Okay. So he's Sitting. partway inside a tree in black and white in a cemetery reciting a poem. This is arty, okay? I love it. This, this is artistic. It was really like fiend. Like it yes. was such a it was such a mood. Such, such vibes. Mood. Such a mood and vibes. Oh, God. oh my gosh. It I don't know why. They do the whole poem. It's like a four minute segment Jesus. of this art film in a cemetery. Nice. And I'm For just, no reason. No. There's no they're not like this cemetery is where he's buried. Let's go. It's literally just in the middle of the episode. There's an instrumental break. Maybe that, that is that was this part poem. of the licensing deal. They were like, you have to read one of his poems. But they read. They try and read multiple poems. <laughs> like they tried to read the ghost one earlier. Um, so then we meet Joan, who's another docent. She tells a story about um, her ghost experience, which was like one night she was shutting up uh, the house by herself and she heard a key in the lock. And it's like one of those old timey, like you imagine turned out on like a medieval prison sort of a key. Mm -hmm. So she like hears the key in the lock and she turns around and there's no one there. Um, And then she's like, oh, so creepy. So then she, of course, writes a poem about her experience with this ghost. Obviously. Um, called Revenant, which she calls Revenant. Oh, Um, Jesus. And 
and she so she tells her poem so we listen to you you see her poem because she like brings it out and it's like a big full sheet of typed paper oh lord she gets two stanzas in and they cut away oh uh joan your poem sucks sorry joan we don't care about your poem we don't have time for your poem yeah so now it's time for lockdown oh good we got there and Zach's going to tell us, don't worry. So he's standing on a cliff overlooking the beautiful ocean. Again, it is bright fucking daylight outside. Yep. There are le- like sunny lens flares, the gorgeous green grass, the bright blue water. And Zach stands up there and says, as the fog rolls in on this ominous night. There's no. Okay. Yep. It's time for us to do. This is his poem. As the fog rolls in on this ominous night, it's time for us to do our lockdown to see who visits us tonight. (laughs) Poetry by Zach Bagans. Night. Tonight. We're going to rhyme night with tonight. They're different words. They're different. Yeah. Okay. 50 Cent. I thought he was the only one that rhymed the same word with itself. No. Uh, he's not a metaphor for change. I pick um, out a so black shirt that looks the cleanest so that I can go to clubs and have girls look at my penis. <laughs> That's better than the poetry Zach came up with. Well, And you just came up with it in the last 12 seconds. Straight off the dome, baby. Boom, oh, ma'am. Um, so then uh, we're getting ready for lockdown. It's now nighttime. Okay. Um, and they are bringing on their audio technician, Billy. 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 Oh, good. So Billy is here. Billy plays a big part in the rest in the lockdown episode in the lockdown part of the episode. So uh, Zach is with Billy and they're they're setting up the X cameras. Okay. Well, Aaron and Nick have gone over to the tower to start recording things over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're like they're talking to the skull and they're like they're like we're putting up York. I knew him well. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry, Gildenstein. And so they put um, they put a recorder in the little skull cubby. To be like, we're gonna like figure out what happens skull with the skull. Cam. We're gonna put we, an X cam inside the skull to see what the skull sees. Yeah, we nothing happens because we never revisit this skull and this recorder they set in there. Amazing, good. So obviously nothing happens. But as they're setting up, so Billy's in the main house. He's setting a camera, a thermal camera, facing Hawk Tower as Zach walks over to Hawk Tower. Okay. And as the thermal thing, he's like, he's having trouble focusing. He thinks it's because of the fog, because as you remember, the fog rolled in on this ominous night. Yeah, it was yeah, ominous yeah, yeah, as yeah. shit. Obvious. It's an ominous fog. Duh. Um, so he's setting up the thermal cam. It's like not working. You see the thermal image of Zach walk into the tower and shut the door. You okay. can see he's like bright, yellowy, like pink, Reddish, you yeah. know? Yeah. So he walks in and everything is like pink tones. Mm-hmm. Um. And then as they start to, as Billy restarts the camera, it like pops back on. And as it first pops back on, there is a a figure which looks like a human wearing like a cloak. Like it's a very like mm. billowy cloaky sort of a figure that kind of walks up to that door and then disappears. And then the camera's resetting. So then you lose a couple seconds and it's gone. Oh. So you don't see if the figure like went inside the house or walked away. Mm-hmm. But right. there is very clearly a figure that is a different color on this thermal scan than everything else. Oh, that's spooky. And they cool. debunk that it's not Zach. Right. And they keep saying it's a woman because she's in a dress. But I'm like, I don't think you know how dresses work because that's like a cloak. Yeah, No, you they know? don't know how dresses work. No. But so they're like, it's Yuna. Really take them off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's Yuna because she's in a dress. It's a feminine figure. I was like, I, that looks like a, a, a monk from the Middle Ages. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you could, that could be like a winter thing. It could be anybody. Yeah. So, so uh, Billy's capturing this footage. And Billy, so there's they show this clip over and over and over again. And at the very end of it, when Billy sees the cloaked figure, he goes, whoa, like really loudly. So then as they replay it and we hear it a bunch of times, you just get Billy whoa, a lot. So then Zach explains in the voiceover what a ghost is and how the thermal is different. And then oh, I go, good. Sure. God, I all, it, it's so shocking that Billy says, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And and then they like show it to other people and Billy continually says figure, not figure. Figure. Look at the figure, figure. in the background. It's Whoa. a figure. It's a figure. And I, I knew it wasn't Zach because this is a different figure. Oh my lord. 
Um, so then we cut to um, Aaron and Nick, and they're in Yuna's room where they did the seances. They're back to all the seances. We're done in this Good. room. Okay. Was, um, so as they're walking up the secret staircase, Aaron's walking up the staircase. He does a bonk. Oh, Aaron. Oh, Aaron. He does a bonk. He hits his head and he goes, oh. And then Nick goes, what happened? He goes, I hit my head. Like I always do. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but as he is doing this, Zach is in Yuna's room with a tick a tick a box, and he sure. has been hearing nothing but static for half an hour. He's very upset about it. I'm sure. But um, but pretty much right after Aaron does his bonk, a, a female voice comes through that says, "Welcome to," and they're like, "Oh my god!" But like Zach didn't have a camera on him. Aaron's camera was in the hallway filming as Aaron walks up these stairs and does a bonk. Mm -hmm. So Zach is pissed that no one captured this thing. Mm. And he, he, they cut the audio out, but he looks very clearly at the camera and goes, fuck. Oh boy. Which I was like, that's, and there's no audio, but I was like, I'm surprised that got past the network sensors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's really mad. And then they realize the audio is in the background of the Aaron footage. So then we, 15 times in a row, listen to Aaron go, I hit my head. Like, <laughs> like I always, always do. do. Oh. <laughs> I hit my head. Oh. No one is concerned for his head bonk, by the no, way. of course not. No. He could be massively concussed. They don't care. Yes. Um, so then we move into the room that Robinson actually died in. Uh -huh. It's not his bedroom, but it's one of the lower because his bedroom was upstairs. So it's a room on the ground floor. It has a window with an ocean view. He wrote a poem about how that was the bed he was going to die in because it's the best bed to die in. And mm -hmm. then he did die in it. Um, so then uh, they're in that room and they're trying to talk to the ghost and Aaron keeps being like, do you hear that? It's like a vibration. There's like a vibration noise. There's a vibrator? And, Whose vibrator then, is turned on? Who's vibrating? And, <laughs> and then Nick is like, no, it's the piano in the room next door. And Zach is speaking so loudly that it's vibrating the like strings in the piano. Oh my God. <laughs> Buddy, bring it down to a level yeah. like so, so then we get a debunked <laughs> that those vibrations. This has were been debunked just, as Zach being loud as fuck. This has fuck. been debunked just, as my loud ass voice. Yes, it's just Zach screaming at ghosts. Oh my God. So then I think he's embarrassed about his screaming voice because then he doesn't yell for the whole rest of the episode. And he multiple times says things like, manifest yourself on this bed, please. And then later he says, please manifest yourself now. Very polite. Wow. He's, he's, he I is walked into the room and took a book off the shelf. I would appreciate it if you'd manifest yourself. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can do this um, all night. <laughs> <laughs> So then, uh, so then they're, they're like speaking more nicely and Zach is like not getting anything. So then Nick takes over and Nick says, what was going through your head when you laid down and took that one last breath in this world? Wow. Wow. I mean. Poetic. Our boys are being so poetic. Damn. Um, Did so he then, get a response? Is that, that's the most important thing. Did the ghost go, I was thinking I was dying. Yeah, I was thinking man hurts to As die. As my head slowly laid to rest upon my final my pillow, <laughs> a, single, um, a single thought crossed my weary mind. <laughs> poop. I um, wish I'd pooped before I died because I'm going to evacuate in a moment. I'm going to wait. I have to poop, but I'm going to wait until I die first. Then it's not my problem. That's right. <laughs> Don't have to clean it up. Yes. No. So then Zach continues to talk. They've got the ticket ticket box. They're trying to get some out of the ticket ticket box. So then uh, they get a very clear EVP through the ticket ticket box that says, What's this? Uh, oh, what? So then this. So, so it's then a ticket, Aaron, ticket box. Aaron very helpfully explains what a ticket ticket box is oh, to the oh, ghost. Of him. Thank you, Aaron. Yes, which just leads Zach to more Are you able to manifest yourself? Are you able to whistle? Are you able uh, to whistle? Can you. Can you please manifest yourself? The ghost is ignoring Zach. Well, yeah, Zach's a bit annoying. Sure. Yes. The ghosts don't respond to methamphetamines. No. Yes. So then, energy. so then they hear uh, 
so then Nick is like, how are you like using, how are you going to come back? It's been 50 years. They're obsessed with this 50 year thing. How are you going to come back and talk to us? And then a female voice says, ghost? (laughs) (laughs) You talking about the, you talking about the poem? Is that what we're talking about? And then they're like, oh my God, it's, it's Yuna. It's the same voice as before. It's It's gotta be. It's a lady voice. All ladies sound exactly the same. Look, let's be real. We do. And it's all this. That's all boys hear when women talk. I wasn't going to say it, but I was going to think it. But then. Well, I don't know how they identified it as a female voice because there's no vocal fry. So (laughs) I I don't know how these men recognized it. How do you know it's a female voice? Is that a ghost? Welcome to. Um, What's that? (laughs) Then they hear footsteps and they hear the sound of a door closing. None of this captured onto video. Of course not. Zach is again very mad that none of this is on the thing. And you see him mouth fuck very loudly. Again. So then we come to what they kept teasing the entire episode. Zach talks about how when you work in paranormal sciences, you like have to press things forward and you have to like continue to push the envelope to learn new things. So he's going to do an experiment. Oh, okay. So his experiment is that he's taking a piece of paper. He puts it on the desk that uh, Robinson used to write on. He breaks a bunch of pens and makes a big blob of ink in the middle of the paper. Nice. Okay. And then he's going to see what words come out. Absolutely nothing happens. He makes Um, a mess for no reason. But Zach is convinced that something is going to happen because on this desk, there is a giant stuffed hawk sitting above the desk and they have a picture. They have a picture of this hawk stuffed sitting on Robinson's desk when Robinson used to write there. So he says that it's definitely going to produce results because the hawk has, quote, absorbed the vibrations of the moment. Wow. I didn't know stuffed uh, taxidermied animals can do that. When a hawk is dead, it often starts to stink. Come write your name in all of this ink. (laughs) Your poetry is beautiful, good. Your poetry is good, man. I'm I'm killing it here. 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 You're doing good, babe. <clears throat> so then the ink like kind of move it's like it's not spreading out in a perfect circle mm-hmm. so then Zach just keeps being like it's matrixing it's matrixing it's matrixing what Neo's gonna come uh, pop yeah. out of what it does, and- what does this mean is this a I wanted to ask you Bob as a as a man who works with inks is that a thing inks matrix I was I've, like I don't know what this means I've literally never heard of it okay so he just made it up in his meth addled mind Yes, yeah. I think he was red, red pill, blue pill kind of situation, matrixing. Yeah. yeah, and and like it is, it is like moving out in weird ways. But he also didn't pour it in a perfect circle. He like kind of splattered it, so it. it well, yeah, because he's high. He's not being careful. Yeah, so it's it's it feels it feels flawed. His experiment. Oh, I'm I'm sure. But as it's matrixing, it moves in a way that like kind of seems to be. A little quote, a small devil man. Yep, sure. Yeah, okay. Because, like, within the ink, there is a part where it is less ink and it is like has two little horns and like two little arms and it's like he he, his little bottom part of his body moves off to the side like the bottom of a ghost almost, you know? Sure. And there's like, that's a little devil man. And Zach looks. In, in voiceover, as we're staring at this, Zach says, no idea what it is, but I find it interesting. <laughs> uh, hang on now. I've done a little, uh, I've done a quick goog. On the Matrix. Okay. And uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to tell you something here. Um, is Matrixing Inc. a thing? So matrix, Matrixing Inc. is not a thing. However, Matrixing in the uh, paranormal investigator okay. world okay is a term used to describe the human mind's natural tendency to find familiar shapes in complex shapes or colors so he's it's jesus it in wrong. a slice of toast yeah it's yeah it's finding jesus in a slice of toast when in fact it's just Ink. toast it's, it's just j- toast and I, I he seems to be indicating that it is forming a thing yeah which but matrixing would mean that it isn't a thing but you think it is yes so he's just okay. he's not even he using might that just, word I think he's wrong. using it wrong because he's dumb. <laughs> yeah, because he, he keeps saying like, I'm not sure if it's just Matrix saying. I can't tell if it's Matrix saying. But then oh. but then he's like, no, but it's a devil man. So oh, okay. like. No, okay. No, so he is using it right. 
So he had doubt. He thought maybe it was just his brain playing brain tricks yeah. on him. Yeah. But okay, then he was okay, like, okay, no, okay. he's, doing he's right. definitely a small devil man. All right. uh, Which, Zach, again, I would like to apologize for instantly assuming they were using the word wrong. <laughs> I know. You know what? That's a fair assumption. As, yeah. as the person on this podcast who actually believes in you and thinks oh, that you're geez. a good man, uh, as opposed to I, these two I, animals... Uh, I call him our Lord and Savior. I, he's on a pedestal to me. He's just dumb. See, and I don't think that. <laughs> I call him on a pedestal, and I don't think you're dumb. Yep. You you find him interesting? I do. I do. Uh, so then they just show all the evidence to Vincent, the president As of the organization. As looks at all of his ink, I still find him interesting. Interesting. I did think that was so funny how he was like, I have no idea what it is but it's interesting. And I was like, it is interesting. It is. Interesting. It is interesting. In this the is, only t- he, did he know he was doing that? Like, it's did he literally the, the only time he's ever been correct about a K sound. Like, was it, did, was there a little eyebrow wiggle after no. he said it? No, it no, was in voiceover no. and there was at the, the, the reality bar was so high. He was playing it so strong. Nope. No, not in All a right. wink. Damn it. He is unaware that he does it. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so that is our our bold return to Ghost Adventures. Gosh, that was a good one. Yeah. It was it's a lot of pom- I wish that I could find a clip of like just the four minute segment where they're doing the art house film at the cemetery oh because it's such a weird non sequitur in the middle of the episode. Like it really feels like a student film. They're just reciting a poem they in didn't cemetery. They didn't have evidence to fill an hour for yeah. the episode. This so they're like, like, fuck, what are we going to do? This is really underwhelming episode. We better go film some of that cemetery real quick. Yeah. I mean, they have, they, they have three fairly decent EVPs and he is very mansplaining about how his ticket ticket boxes don't have any sort of uh, radio antenna so it can't pick up a radio signal okay. so that can't be what it is right. the only possible thing it could be is ghosts is a ghost yeah not Whitney Houston yeah it's not the time the ghost of Whitney Houston visited us but that said it does sound like radio broadcasts when they speak mm-hmm. in the EVPs and then they get the weird uh, you know thermal image cr- figure yeah that's cool mm. Yeah, but like the, that's really it was kind of light on ghostiness. Mm-hmm. But, so maybe but heavy on methamphetamines, heavy on meth, and heavy on black and white poetic images. This is like fantastic. very heavy. If you are someone who cares about poetry, I think don't watch this episode. <laughs> I think it would hurt you. I think it's just it, gonna I make you mad. Would hurt. He, they're not good at poetry. But man, they try. They're like, we're smart. We are learned men. We read poems. No, you don't. I love None it. of you have read a poem until that moment. Until guaranteed. asked to read them until- aloud for the class yes. and you fucked up, bro. And you fucked up because you don't read aloud. You're poor at reading aloud. Also, like his poems are like, they're epic poems. So there's re- there's no poem. rhyme scheme. There's no meter. So they're free form. So they don't know what to do with them. No. Because they're trying to read, like, you know, the cat in the hat kind of shit. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Anyway, that is Tour House. I love or it. Or Tour House, as everyone else says. Ghost Adventures are special, special ghost boys. They're back. We love them. They're so dumb. Oh, they're, they're so, so dumb. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, friend. Tremendous. For no. Sharing. It's good to be back. I know. As I, I, I haven't watched an episode in months, and as I started watching it, I was like, I love this stupid show so much. And now this you show have them is, all at your fingertips. I no. know. It, this show is so dumb, and I love it so much. Delicious. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, thank you, our interesting listeners. Yes. Yeah, tuning thank you so in. Much for, for tuning in, you guys. Yes. I'm back Come, next week. Yep. And uh, until then. Cheers. Cheers. I'm giving him a glass. He didn't want your glass. I didn't see him have a... He's too good for your glass. He didn't pay attention.